Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The world's number one golf betting show here on VSIN and VSIN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds. Nick Henyon and Ann Goldstone are at the controls. Isaiah Wrinkle and Karina House support the show from down below as we get ready to take you through the next hour of golf betting conversation. Uh, Wes, it had been a couple of weeks since the crew here on Long Shots delivered a winner, uh, but you got us back on track correctly, jumping on Dustin Johnson at the Northern Trust. And Wes, this is the second time in two months that you have timed it correctly with DJ cashed a ticket for you at the travelers back in June. Oddly enough, these two sites only about an hour and a half apart. Great call by you. And what a performance by Johnson. Yeah. I uh, did not expect uh, this kind of domination that it turned out to be uh, 30 under par uh, winning by a field goal and a touchdown with the two point conversion <laughs> as Harris English uh, bogeyed the last. Uh, I mean, I, and I mentioned that on Twitter, how well Harris English played and it's like, He's down a touchdown to Dustin Johnson. So it's like, <laughs> you cut what are Johnson, you going to do? You cut Johnson off the top of the leaderboard and everything looks pretty. Yeah, it played pretty standard. I mean, people are going to say, oh, it played too easy. Maybe. I mean, everything's easy for these guys when the cut was three under. But 
I don't think it was any easier than normal at TPC Boston. I, I really don't. I just think that he uh, darn near shot a record pace. I mean, only three guys have ever shot 30 under in a 72-hole event. And it's not like this was Kapalua or the John Deere, like the old Bob Hope out in Palm Springs where guys are shooting 30 under par and just killing a course. But, look, when a guy shoots uh, 187 over three rounds, that is 20, uh, I believe, uh yeah, that was uh, 26 under par rounds two through four because he shot four under in the first round. When a guy does that, that's the lowest score ever for a 54-hole span. And We've seen that trend. We, you know, Morikawa does it over the final 36 at a major at the PGA, then Jim Herman with a 61-63 at the Wyndham, and then DJ, he went ahead and did it for three straight rounds. An unbelievable performance, and you talked about it, and there was kind of some conversation in the Twitterverse, you know, this course is too easy. I'm kind of with you. Now, now minus three, the cut line, that's a little bit on the easy side, but let's look at some of the guys that missed the cut. Cantley, Woodland, mm-hmm. Shambo, Cameron Champ, Shane Lowry, Spieth, Finau, Abraham Answer, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa, Fitzpatrick, Jason Day. All these guys missed the cut. You had some 75s that were shot, some 76s, some 77s, even an 80. So, And this is 125 guys, arguably the best 125 in the world, and some of them didn't look uh, make it look that easy. No, they did not. And, uh, I mean, but when uh, you got a guy that goes 65 to 72 greens in regulation, leads an approach, uh, his approach game was just amazing over the weekend. And first in tee to green when he's knocking it stiff for for eight feet for eagle you know usually a good shot for eagle is like 20 or 25 feet and you just got to roll it good he made five eagles oh, over no. the course of a four-day span which i believe is an all-time record on the pga tour for a, for an event to make five eagles and it's like what are you going to do and justin thomas even tweeted out afterwards like Man, wow, like, what was this? I'm just kind of paraphrasing. What uh, course were you playing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, and, and because he, he he certainly didn't play it and finished a little bit down the board. But, uh, look, he just got on one. And I meant, we mentioned last week how the course correlations in terms of the Gil Hans redesigns. He's won this event before up on the East Coast, Plainfield, Ridgewood. Totally fit at TPC Boston, and you see the result. I think that was the best part of your handicap in picking DJ was uh, the Gil Hance correlation, and I did not employ that in my own. I, I really had one of my worst weeks in a while. I didn't even I, – I, Scotty Scheffler. Well, I had a bad and, week too, except for Dustin Johnson. I think like four of my six guys missed the cut. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. But He uh, just kind of saved me. Last night, a DJ saved my life. Isn't they that had how that the old late, song goes? They had that wait, le- uh, late weather delay to make you sweat it out a little mm-hmm. bit longer they come back and scotty scheffler birdies the 18th hole to knock my john rom top five finish bet uh off that mark so uh yeah i was pretty much shut out i believe uh for the first time in a little while but uh a good tournament nonetheless it was fun to watch dj do what he did uh i would have liked to have seen a little bit more competition but it's always something to watch a guy when he's that dominant as well this is long shots brady cannon and wes reynolds with you on v sin the sports betting network the world World's number one golf betting show and to help us break down this week's event Lou Ford will join us shortly uh, to preview the BMW championship and there's a few guys that will not be in Olympia fields this week as they whittle down the field uh, from 125 players at the Northern Trust down to just 70 this week and a few guys on that list that uh, will not be in the field this week Wes uh, Ricky Fowler Tommy Fleetwood Justin Rose Phil Mickelson Siwoo Kim and Jordan 
Spieth. They did not make it into round two of the playoffs. We also have a WD that just happened a few minutes ago. Yeah, Webb Simpson going to rest up. He's uh, obviously clinched into the top 30 for the FedEx Cup uh, to make it to the Tour Championship. So he decided to take a week off and uh, just withdrew before we started to do the show here. So uh, Webb Simpson will not be at the uh, Tour cha- or the uh, BMW Championship. And then you mentioned a couple of those names. One guy actually is playing during the week because the event is Monday through Wednesday. Bill Mickelson makes his Champions Tour debut at the Ozarks in uh, Missouri, and I believe uh, his uh, first round he shot, I believe it was 10 under. 61. Yeah, and and made like uh, 12 birdies or something, which is like not even fair. And he went off, I believe, from what I saw offshore, I think he was maybe 2 to 1-ish. Yeah, he's pretty short. To win, uh, because Furyk won a few weeks ago at at uh, at, uh, Warwick Hills at 3 to 1. So, look... If when Phil plays out there, he's always going to be the favorite. He's still competitive on the PGA tour. So Absolutely. why wouldn't he be on the champions tour when he can drive it 25, 30 yards past every other player in the field? Round two of the FedEx cup playoffs is indeed the BMW championship. They will whittle the field down to the top 30 in points next week for the tour championship at East Lake in Atlanta. And Wes, as this field becomes condensed, we're now dealing with less than half the size of a normal golf tournament. I'm wondering if you know, this week the the odds on the outright market for guys to win this week it seems like they really shrunk yeah we were looking at guys last week that were 40 50 60 to one now all of a sudden they're 20 30 40 to one I, I think it was hard to find some value on some guys this week. it was and I think you'll see that when we get to our pick segment at the end this is maybe a week you want to look at maybe more top 10, top 20 finishes or some of the props, the first round leaders. And uh, I'll mention that later on in terms of uh, what I'm thinking of, because we don't have a ton of course form here at Olympia Fields. The last PGA Tour event was the U.S. Open in 2003. But you do have a fair amount of people in the field that have played this course in various other means. And this course, we are headed for hot and humid Midwest area of the country. Temperatures in the mid 80s, humidity around 60 percent looks like the wind is going to blow a little bit in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 miles an hour and hailing not far from olympia fields we bring in our guest it is time indeed to begin the member guest segment with our friend lou ford he's a professional handicapper point spread weekly contributor multi-time guest here on the network but making his long shots debut lou ford joins us and you can follow him on twitter at lou uh, at sweet lou 23 lou thank you very much for joining us here on the program and uh, we mentioned you're not too far from this venue in the western Michigan area. Uh, the course for round two of the FedEx Cup playoffs is going to be much different than what we saw last week in round one. What can you tell us about Olympia Fields, the north course, and what type of player or skill set do you believe this track will favor this week? Thanks for having me on, guys. It's great to join you. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be an, an interesting, I think, a different track than they've been playing here the last couple of weeks. Olympia Fields is going to be about 7,300 yards, par 70. It's a Willie Park Jr., and Willie Park Jr. is not a, a probably well-known architect. He's probably more famous as an actual golfer. But this, uh, this course is, is a hard one to get onto. I lived in Chicago for many years and never was able to get out there, but I do have friends that have played it as recently as June. 
And I heard that the course is laid out very difficult. It's a tree-lined course with rolling hills. The greens are very uh, undulating. And if they play as firm and hard like it's supposed to, it's going to be a tough test for these guys. And the course is pretty much the way it originally was laid out. They did redesign the bunkers and deepen those. So those are penalizing uh, areas to hit into. And I do believe you're going to see some wispy Scottish-like rough out there this week. Lou, uh, when you're uh, kind of relaying the information about the course and you're weighing that obviously against the field this week, uh, look, these are usually elite players that are in this event, so it's hard to call certain players chalky versus others, but we do have 70 players and only 30 are going to be moving on to Atlanta next week. Does that alter your handicapping anyway, where maybe you look a little bit down the board and say, okay, these guys that are maybe in the 50 something range, they got to get moving here and have a really good finish to move on. I think you have to look at that a little bit, but at the same time, you know, you have such a deep field. Like you said, all these players are really good. They're all going to be focused. I think with this kind of reduced stretch run, you, you got guys that are, are, are there to play. You know, I don't think you get a, got a lot of guys showing up that are just waiting until next week. So it doesn't alter it a ton. And I really think this is going to be a U.S. Open type skill set layout. You're going to have to be long and straight off the tee. You're going to have to be able to work the ball left and right off the tee. You're going to have to work the ball right and left on your approach game. And you're going to have to get up and down and, and nail those six-footers that are going to be tricky. I, I really think you're going to see you know, probably in that 10-under range um, instead of the 20s and 30s that we've been seeing the last few weeks. Lou, you are more familiar with this golf course in this part of the country than many of us. Uh, when you dove into your handicap this week, how did you approach it? Did, did you look to some other courses that you felt were similar to Olympia Fields? Did you find any correlated courses where you could kind of compare and contrast how players performed at other tracks that maybe match up to Olympia Fields? You know, it, it, the list is not long of Willie Park Jr. tracks, and he's done most of his work in Illinois and Michigan. In fact, I actually played a Willie Park Jr. I didn't even know it over in Battle Creek Country Club a, a long time ago. So there's not a lot of correlated courses. You almost have to go to Scotland to Gillen number 1, where they held the Scottish Open in 2018 and 2015. Those are Willie Park Jr. designs. I know they have a lot of elevation change on those courses because I've played them before. So, you know, it, it, it's, it, it was tough. And, and I really kind of um, relying more on recent form here. But I did kind of look at the results of the 2018 Scottish Open. And then I know there were some professional events played at Atlantic Country Club. That's another design by Willie Park Jr. And they've had some um, events like, you know, play-ins to the U.S. Open and things like that. So I kind of tried to check out those and see if I could find any players with any history there as well. Lou, ultimately, uh, when you were looking at this, who did you land on? Brady and I were talking about, uh, before you came on, that it's a little bit harder to find value in the outright market because the prices obviously get condensed as there's less players in the field. So did you land on any outrights or maybe a couple like top five, tens, 20, somewhere around there? I did. I, I, I kind of focused in on the results from the 2015 U.S. Amateur, which was held at Olympic. Mm -hmm. And um, Bryson DeChambeau is the winner. John Rahm was in the quarters. 
You also had Scotty Shuffler and Colin Marcala that did not qualify for the event. And then two kind of outliers that you might want to take a look at are Robbie Shelton and Maverick McNeely. Mm-hmm. They both made the field and actually qualified, I think, to the, to the Sweet 16 of that event. So those players I kind of locked on to right away. If you go back to the 2003 U.S. Open, you got Tiger Woods, who's actually at a decent number this week. And then you got Charles Moneybag Howell, who, I mean, how many top 10s and top 20s has that guy cashed in his career? So those are the players I kind of looked at as far as having some success or history at the course. Lou, how about uh, some players that you're looking to fade? Now, again, there's only 70 guys in the field, and we've talked about it being a a very strong field of players here at Olympia Fields for the BMW. But is there anybody when you went through your process this week that you felt is just not a good fit here and might struggle? You know, that, that was a tough question when I looked at that. I, I don't really like to kind of think of it in, that, in those terms, but I think you do have to kind of look at a few players that are in the top 30 that have, you know, that made that uh, uh, placement early in the season. And, and like I said, I don't really want to pick on anybody, but Ben On and Mark Leishman are two guys that have not been playing well and just seem like they're kind of hanging on by a, by a string. And I would look to possibly fade those two guys in matchups. Lou, one more question for you about a player that I really like to make a habit of fading whenever it's a U.S. Open design. And obviously, Olympia Fields has tremendous USGA history, both amateur and professional. Uh, And that's Bubba Watson. You know, when it comes to Bubba Watson at the U.S. Open, it's almost just an auto fade for me. However, guy's been playing very well. And I think with the length that is needed at this golf course, if Bubba can keep it in the fairway, he may contend. It might not be an auto fade for me this week. I agree. He's been surprisingly good. And, and he isn't Bubba the kind of guy that just comes out of nowhere when you least expect right. him. I mean, he, he's always been that kind of player. I actually looked at him last week and didn't play him, but he had a good, good result. And just kind of, uh, I think that's one of those guys. If I don't play him, somebody else should. And if I do play him, you should probably fade him. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, I want to piggyback off something you said earlier. You mentioned the U S amateur here in 2015. You also got a lot of guys in this and this is something that I use this week and I'll explain it more during the pick segment at the end a lot of guys that played this course in college because they have the fighting Illini Invitational here every single year and just I looked at all the young guns because I was debating whether I go with the established guys or whether I go with some of the young players and then you just see a list of these guys and you mentioned DeChambeau and Rahm earlier who both played this in college as well. Matt Wolf, Colin Marikawa, uh, Victor Hovland, Scotty Scheffler. Uh, is that what you really kind of have to do when you don't have so much course form? Or do you just go basically more with recent form and just kind of go with the hot guys at this time of year? You know, I'm a big recent form guy, but I also love course history. I, I play a lot of golf and I just think there's certain courses that fit players eyes. And if you've had success on the course, then you're, you're more than likely to, to do so in the future. So I really am kind of on those guys that played in that 2015 open, uh, Rom, Shambeau, Scheffler, even Patrick Reed, um, Morikawa and, uh, and then McNeely and, and Shelton. But, uh, you know, Reed had a good finishes at the Scottish open in 2015 and 2018, and he's been kind of just 
lurking around. I have a feeling that he might be heard from here in the next couple weeks. I was uh, feeling the same way last week, Lou. He's been playing very well, not making a bunch of noise, but I thought he might splash last week. But, of course, DJ made the splash. Uh, How about some head-to-head matchups? Did you land on any uh, head-to-heads yet for this week? I really haven't, Brady. And I got to tell you, I tip my cap to you when it comes to matchups. I've been very, um, I'd say, average with my matchups this year. I've had a lot more success finding guys in the in the top twenty, top ten range, and and I kind of like this week to pay to play um, both Shelton and McNeely in top twenties at plus five hundred numbers. I actually like Tiger at top ten at plus money, and um, you know I, I think I'm just going to wait on the matchups and just kind of see how things play out. I just I really haven't had the chance to jump on anything yet, but um, I'll definitely be checking your picks before I do mine. <laughs> Lou, I know how you feel. Brady is the matchup king of this long shots crew. He's he puts, the futures uh, king. He puts uh, humans and I to shame uh, on these matchups. But uh, wanted to get your thoughts, Lou, a little bit. I don't know if you've looked ahead as much uh, to the U.S. Open next month at Wingfoot. We're getting closer and closer to uh, the second major of the year in September. It just feels weird to say that. But anybody you've kind of circled or maybe targeted early on for the U.S. Open next month? I, I took Patrick Cantley a while back, and that's really the only U.S. Open future that I have. And, you know, now it's maybe not looking so good. I, I have big expectations for him this year, and I think he's gotten off to a real slow start in the restart for sure. Um, but I, I just think he's got that type of plotter game. He doesn't show any emotion on the golf course. Just seems to me like the type of guy who's going to win a tournament where four or five under is the winning score. And then I, I like Morikawa too. That guy is so nails for such a young player. I, I'm just so impressed with his game. I got to throw him in there too because he's. I mean, he's got a U.S. Open game. Lou, I think it's pretty interesting. This week at Olympia Fields, obviously, again, I mentioned it has a tremendous uh, history with the USGA and a number of events that it's held there. Uh, You go back to TPC Harding Park for the PGA Championship, and then you look at winged foot. They're all long par 70s. You're going to have that ankle-deep rough, uh, dog legs in both directions. I think you can use TPC Harding Park and this week going into winged foot to kind of look for some of the guys that have had success at the the two pass courses and maybe apply that to the third. A hundred percent agree. I think um, the, the, the European players are going to struggle the, this week and at the U S open. Um, and, and they've, you know, really traditionally not had great U S opens, but yeah, it, it, it is. I think corollary courses are going to be traditional layouts like Harding park and then wing foot. Um, I think they're all kind of in that same boat. They're old courses. They've been around forever and they haven't had a lot of changes made to them. So they're just going to, you know, throw it out there and say, Hey guys, you're going to have to come out and, and make even par to shoot a good round out here. I really too. I think the guys at the, at Olympia fields want to see these guys work hard for their birdies this week. Thank you so much for joining us on long shots, Lou. We look forward to uh, your contributions in point spread weekly and covering the tennis beat. Thanks for doing a little golf for us this week and enjoy the BMW. 
Thanks for having me on. And Wes, th- congratulations on your futures picks, man. You've been on fire. Thanks th- for having me, guys. Thank really you, appreciate thank it. you, Lou. Appreciate that, man. You can follow much. him on Twitter at SweetLou23. And, and Wes, it's interesting. You know, you, you look at some of these courses like uh, uh, TPC Boston and Harbor Town, and you know where these guys are shooting twenty-five under, whatever it is. To make things tougher, it looks like golf has gone to the the narrow par seventy with thick rough, Harding Park, Olympia Fields, and now Wing Foot. But then the guys can just bomb and gouge like they do most weeks. But uh, interesting thoughts there from Lou, and we'll get to more of those in the picks segment in terms of some of these college players that have played this course before. I played that angle a little bit this week myself. One of the guys he's on for a top ten finish is Tiger Woods. We'll take a look at Mr. Woods next in the Tiger Tracker here on Long Shots on Vsin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Las Vegas was built on the deal. The two-for-one buffet, the prime rib dinner, a comp breakfast, a half-price comedy show. Renowned Las Vegas ambassador and travel insider, Anthony Curtis's Las Vegas advisor is the industry leader in providing expansive choices, special offers, and exclusive insights on how to beat Las Vegas by never missing out on a deal while you're here. Go to LasVegasAdvisor.com and join the club today to receive the newsletter and the incredibly valuable coupon booklet. Drink specials, free slot play, shows, dinners, blackjack, roller coaster rides, a massage at the spa, you name it, Las Vegas Advisor has a coupon for it that'll give you an edge. Get a jump on Las Vegas with the insight, the updates, and the endless opportunities to save money by adding Las Vegas Advisor to your arsenal. That's LasVegasAdvisor.com. It's the what you know and the who you know to help you save money. LasVegasAdvisor.com. Join and start saving now at LasVegasAdvisor.com. It is our Tiger Tracker segment, Mr. Reynolds. What you were I was cutting put, in there? I was going to put Anthony's product over because I use that every year. Oh, do uh, you? I do. That coupon book will pay for itself. You get deals all over town: strip places, locals, Summerlin, Henderson, downtown. That's some of the best money you'll ever spend out here. First-hand testimonial, Brady. It's an outstanding story how Anthony got this started because he came to town years ago, and he had to fend for himself and mm-hmm. find deals, and he figured out, you know what? I can put a coupon booklet together mm-hmm. and, and sign people up uh, for subscriptions. So uh, Las Vegas Advisor, uh, a proud sponsor now of Long Shots, and also uh, Anthony, a friend of the network who appears uh, with Mitch and Polly quite a bit. So check that out, LasVegasAdvisor.com, before you come to town. Uh, Tiger Woods, it is our Tiger your tracker segment and he made the cut at the northern uh, northern trust shot a 66 in the final round finished 57th or finished 58th he is now 57th in the fedex cup standings and wes i'm not sure exactly what he needs to do but i have to believe it's going to require a top five finish for him to advance yeah more than likely uh, uh look uh Second time in a row, he's he's continued to grind and shot a good final round. Yeah. Did so at the PGA Championship at Harding Park, and then the 66, five under. You mentioned on Sunday, uh, they they sent the the Twitter out uh, on the Northern Trust account of uh, him and Rory just sitting at a little picnic table outside uh, after because they were paired early on. I think they went out together on Saturday, or very early on, kind of down the bottom of the board, and they're just sitting there eating lunch. And I'm just retweeting it like. Okay, I'll trade you my peanut butter and jelly for your chicken salad because that's what it looked like. It looked like two kids just having lunch at the uh, at the cafeteria. You know, like, uh, what's your mom packing your lunch today? Did you get uh, Did you get any uh, sweets or whatever? Oh no, I didn't. I got a healthy piece of fruit or whatever. So I thought that was kind of amusing. But anyway, yeah, Tiger needs uh, probably a top five uh, to get to East Lake. He certainly won there before in Atlanta at the Tour Championship. So. Uh, Look, uh, I know Lou liked him a little bit this week, and to finish top ten, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him tipped a lot by by very many tipsters. And uh, personally, I'd like to get more value on my U.S. Open play on a U.S. Open play. So I hope he just kind of plays okay and 
you know, at least he got a couple tournaments with the reps. I mean, maybe he's not going to go to full three. You bring up a point wanting to see his U.S. Open odds increase and maybe just have him be pedestrian this week. I wonder how badly he really wants to advance because mm-hmm. uh, if he doesn't make it into the top 30 and does not get an invitation to play at uh, East Lake, uh, he gets two weeks off before the right. U.S. Open, and I think that might be his ideal plan. Yeah, I think so, too. I think he knew that he needed some tournament reps Yeah, because he couldn't just play the Memorial and then go to the PGA and then go right into the U.S. Open. So he's playing competitive golf. His son has absolutely been on fire, little yeah. Charlie Woods, in the uh, amateur circuit down there in Florida where uh, uh, Big Cat was on the back for him and he won an event. So uh, I think that's pumping him up a little bit. But maybe a, a week at home with the family and then a solid week of preparation. I think he could be ready to go at Wingfoot. Well, speaking of Wingfoot, we will uh, dive deeper into the next major on the schedule in our coming up segment, Major Implications. But it is worthy of note that Tiger has moved to 40-1 to to uh, win the U.S. Open. It was last week here on the show that he was 30-1, to and he has drifted now to 40. Uh, who knows? Maybe gets to 45 or so before right. they tee off, but uh, getting more and more attractive. Right. And, and I mean, they're going to take bets, especially, uh, I believe that was at West Superbook, right? Correct. He is 40 at Westgate. And look, uh, we're going to have NFL at that point. So people are going to see that big price. They're going to get some Tiger money over there at the Westgate. Wonder if it comes back down. 40 could top out at that number. We will see. We'll talk more about the next major coming up. It is the U.S. Open at Winged Foot, the second major of the season. Again, Tiger Woods currently at 40 to 1 to win it all. It is major implications. Next up on Long Shots with Brady and Wes here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. that rates the highest in each factor is Bally High Golf Club, a tropical golf course paradise located on the Las Vegas Strip and in the shadows of some of the most famous hotels in the world. At Bally High, designed by award-winning architects Brian Schmidt and Lee Curley, you will find hundreds of mature palm trees, lagoon-like water features, beautiful bunkering, and a stunning clubhouse home to Sealy Restaurant and an indoor-outdoor patio experience and event space. The course offers Bluetooth technology, caddies upon request, jello shots, model-like beverage cart staff, VIP service from curb to course and back again, high quality food and beverage, and a par three challenge where you can double your money with one swing. The stunning Valley High Golf Club located in the heart of the Las Vegas Strip is a golf jackpot, and there are many reasons why. Play today to learn more about the Valley High experience or reserve your tee time. Call 888-427-6678 or visit valleyhighgolfclub.com. That's B-A-L-I-H-A-I golfclub.com. It is the major implications segment. The next major championship on the calendar is the United States Open. It will begin on September 17th in just 23 days in Mamero Neck, New York, just across the sound from Long Island and West. We're getting close. Many of the books now have the uh, outright market posted uh, for the season's second major championship. And I wonder, uh, are you still holding out? Are you looking to get more rounds under your belt and see some more current form? Are you looking for a number to 
pop? Have you done anything with the outrights for the U.S. Open? Constantly monitoring it, but I haven't made uh, any plays yet. I'm kind of still waiting for the uh, the field to actually get filled. I think uh, 125 of the 144 spots are filled uh, right now per our buddy Will Gray. So uh, they're going to have the top five non-exempt from the FedEx Cup list, from the Corn Ferry list, and then some special exemptions. Uh, last week, actually, on the European tour, because we were texting back and forth in terms of who's going to be eligible and who's going to be in the field, they finally filled the 10 spots because qualifying, the sectional qualifying for the U.S. Open did not happen this year because of the pandemic. So like over on the European tour where they usually have a qualifier in early June, they've basically been playing the last few weeks over there and the top 10 in aggregate points got those spots. So Sam Horsfield, who's now won twice in the last month over Florida there. Gator. Yeah, absolutely. Gets a spot. Thomas Detry, Andy Sullivan, Rasmus Hilgard, who is the uh, favorite over at the UK championship this week. Renato Peratore, Romain Longes, Sammy Balamaki, Adrian Otegi, Connor Syme, who I've had the last two weeks on the European tour is a 54 hole leader and hasn't gotten home either time, but uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. And Justin Harding. So uh, probably not guys that are going to be contenders. Some of them might be playing their first U S open. Like uh, I believe Mr. Horsfield, but that kid's got a lot of potential. Be, uh, be looking to bet him next season over here. I tell you what, there are a couple of notable names that are not in the field yet. You mentioned they will have to finish in the top five at the tour championship or whatever that qualification is. But uh, Russell Henley, uh, I believe Daniel Berger is still on the outside looking in. Uh, so with, with all the oddities to the U S open this year and how you qualify because of the pandemic, there mm -hmm. are some notable guys that are not in the field yet. And uh, I want to ask you this question. We spoke about it with Lou Ford a little bit. Um, I, I think Olympia fields this week is going to be a good indicator as to who have uh, might have success at winged foot. The similarities, the par 70 to thick rough the dog legs you know the old style course tpc harding park as well are there any other courses on tour that we see regularly that you use as kind of u.s open indicators a little bit maybe tory pines depending on 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 how it plays because i don't i don't really think those guys kill that course too much i mean it's usually for a regular PGA Tour setup, it's probably like low teens or maybe around nine or ten under par or something like that. So that's something I think that you can look at that are kind of some of the tougher courses, Torrey Pines, maybe not so much Pebble Beach because obviously that's a completely different yeah, setup than the Pro-Am uh, because they don't want these amateurs uh, hacking it all over the place and taking eight hours to play. But nevertheless, uh, Torrey Pines, I think, is a good one to really look at uh, a little bit. And look, a lot of these courses that we get in the FedEx Cup playoffs are major championship-level courses. I was talking with uh, JVT on, on the edge earlier, and uh, – we mentioned, I mentioned Medina, which hosted the BMW championship last week. We thought that was going to play so difficult. And then Justin Thomas shoots 25 under par. So look, USGA has had three extra months to set this up and grow that rough out. I think, uh, this is going to play more like a vintage U.S. Open than maybe what you've seen at Aaron Hills or someplace like that. I do uh, often look at the Memorial, and not that there's a huge corollary there, but uh, this year especially that rough was grown up uh, by Mr. Nicholas. He wanted to make that course tough. But uh, a long time ago, a guy told me to take a look at who wins at Colonial. Mm -hmm. Colonial did host a U.S. Open years and years ago, and it's a much easier track these days that these guys can overpower. But it has a lot of the dog 
legs and you have to hit all those shots. You have to work the ball in both directions. It had a lot of the same skill sets that is required at a U.S. Open. And who's the guy that won that? The guy that's not in the field yet, Daniel Berger. Right, right. And actually, I, I do believe Berger got in because of uh, the St. Jude or it was the top two in the top 10 not exempt. So these guys are still getting in. And one of the things I think we're going to do for the show next week because we have the Tour Championship we're going to update and kind of give you the criteria of how some of these guys qualified for the U.S. A little bit different this year. And put that together because it is different. I mean, obviously, world ranking points, event tour winners, guys that have major championship exemptions or guys that have won the players or the tour championship, something like that. So we will put that together for you next week on this program. I did take the plunge on a few guys uh, this last week, Wes, uh, and certainly they are guys that I think have a legitimate shot to win the thing but I was really doing more of just number plucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I found a couple of numbers that I could not pass up, and I'll give them to you here. Uh, Jason Day, who currently is at the uh, Westgate at 30-1, to 1, I found him at 75. Uh, well, yeah, I'm all in on that. <laughs> 75 to one on Jason day. Me? I said, I okay. I'm like, I said, he's I, had one bad week and he drifts that much. I'm not even going to do any research. I'll take him 75 to one. Uh, Billy Horschel, who is regularly trading at about a hundred to one. I was able to grab him at 150, a nice number there. Uh, Justin Thomas, who's typically now these aren't as crazy as far as the discrepancy in the number. Justin Thomas, uh, is in the neighborhood of 14. Uh, I did find an 18 on him, which I felt was a pretty good number on a chalky guy and then Patrick Reed who was around 30 has now drifted to 40 uh, so 40 is readily uh, available on Patrick Reed and I grabbed him at 40. Yeah good grabs there and and that's the thing with these majors because these numbers are out so far in advance not like they're getting put out Sunday night or Monday morning for a regular tour event you got to grab these numbers when you can that's why you usually have a bigger portfolio of outright futures in a major championship than you would for a boilerplate tour event. Yeah, and and sometimes, you know, you kind of overdo it a little bit. I think you and I both had 10 guys for the PGA Championship, but that's what happens. I've already Mm -hmm. got four Mm -hmm. in pocket. We'll see. I'll probably add another four. Who knows? Maybe I'll get to 10 again. But uh, you got to shop smart. Uh, If you have 10 guys, they certainly can't all be chalk. You won't make any money that way. We'll come back and give you our plays for the BMW Championship. Wes Reynolds, myself, and Matt Eumann's plays for round two of the FedEx Cup playoffs right here on long shots on vsin the sports betting network Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is indeed long shots from the indeed.com studio find the high impact hire your business needs at indeed.com slash high impact that's indeed.com slash high impact for more information it is the match play segment where we go over our plays for the week and before we dive into the bmw uh i was on a numbers game with gil alexander last week monday through friday 7 to 9 a.m pacific 10 to 12 eastern and gil loves to bet who will win the fedex cup championship and he got me kind of fired up on it so i took a stab at a few futures uh patrick reed at 20 to 1 to win the fedex cup uh, Xander Shoffley got a good number there at 40. Jason Day, I bet him before the Northern Trust. He's now up to 100 to 1. I'm at 50, and, and he is at 50th in the FedEx Cup rankings. So he's going to have to have a really good week this week just to get into the final 30 event next week. Billy Horschel, he's currently 30th in the standings, right on the bubble there. Uh, he's at 125 to 1. And then Ryan Palmer, I like this long shot, who's really been playing well, 22nd in the standings at 200 to 1. Yeah, it's one of those markets where you just got to get them before they peak and yeah. see if you can find somebody before they win when the uh, when the odds are going to dip. And uh, if you got guys that, that make that top 30, you could maybe have a better number to win than you would maybe for an outright just at the regular tour championship. Well, the goal is that I get all five of these guys into the final 30 mm-hmm. and I've got a good percentage of the field there locked up and may have some hedge opportunities or what have you. Because more often than not, the winner of the tour championship is going to win the FedEx cup. There's been a couple times where right. I think that hasn't happened. And they've structured it that way now. So they yeah. can try and make that happen. Yeah, exactly. Cause I remember, I think uh, when uh, tiger made his long awaited return a couple years ago when he won the tour championship but justin rose won the fedex right. cup kind of anticlimactic for both guys mm-hmm. tiger wins the golf tournament but doesn't win the championship now they have the staggered scoring so hopefully it unfolds that the guy that does win the tournament does indeed win the 15 million dollars uh let's get to matt humans's plays for the week the bmw championship i'm not sure if matt had any uh head-to-head matchups this week but uh futures for sure uh he's back on his guy his two guys justin thomas and xander shoffley i think that's three weeks in a row he's bet those he'll get a 
refund on Webb Simpson, who withdrew uh, earlier on uh, Wednesday from or earlier on Tuesday from the championship, uh, the BMW championship. Daniel Berger at 22 to one and Scotty Scheffler, who's been playing really good golf as of late at 35 to one. Yeah. Who says Matt humans and no loyal guy? He is a Tammy Wynette. Stand by your man <laughs> because he's going to bet these guys. Uh, JT Xander. A couple of his favorites. Webb Simpson, as Brady mentioned, that will be refunded. Daniel Berger. Scotty Scheffler, interesting, because there's a rookie of the year race yes. now on the PGA Tour between Scotty and uh, who I think has played better, even though he doesn't have a win. Victor Hovland does have that win at the alternate event in Puerto Rico. Really kind of the four main contenders would be Scotty Scheffler, Victor Hovland, Harry Higgs, Matt McNeely. Those are the four guys still in the top 70 here and still in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Scheffler and Hover in the uh, top 30, so it's probably a two-horse race, which we kind of thought at the beginning of the season. Scheffler is a guy that I'm on as well, and I thought the 35-1 to price was very fair. I almost played him, too this week. Daniel Berger, I know he's been the hottest guy in the world since the restart, but 22, and it's all about that uh, compressed field. You know, last week, what was Berger? At least 35 Mm -hmm. or so? Mm -hmm. And I'd love to see him at at least 30 this week. Right. Uh, 22 is a little bit short for my liking. Um, I did take a stab at Xander uh, at 18 as well, which I think that number's fair. It's kind of all over the board. Uh, Thomas at 12 is not bad, but again, Berger at 22... Uh, was a little short for me. Yeah, and and I mean, look, guys, uh, because we've seen guys get caught in the FedEx Cup before, they like to take guys that have those close finishes and then follow them up next week. That's what made, I think, maybe Kevin Kisner attractive to some people yes. because he's like 40 under par in his last 10 rounds That uh, from our buddy Justin Ray uh, had put that out there. And look, he's red hot, but all of a sudden that gets put out there and you're not going to get the price that you want necessarily. I looked at him uh, uh, for a while this week, but, uh, you know, and Lou Ford alluded to this, and I know you've spoken about it as well, and we've done some comparisons here with TPC Harding Park. I think Kistner is a little bit short off the tee for my liking. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel that, this leaderboard is probably going to be looking very U.S. Open-like. You're going to have a Webb Simpson or or a uh, or a Kevin Kistner. You're going to have some plotter, shorter hitter, grinders guys probably in this top. And you're going to have some big ass bombers. Exactly. I, I think you're. You know, there's always going to be you know that Jim Furyk that finds a way to get it done at a tournament like this. But uh, it, this week, I think it's just a matter of picking the right one. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, uh, you mentioned look, a guy like a Furyk type of guy could win this, but. But that the greens and regulation and approach numbers just have to be off the charts because I went with one guy that was a little bit of a shorter hitter. I mainly targeted some bombers, but uh, one of my guys that I did go with is uh, Colin Marikawa at mm-hmm. twenty to one, and I mentioned him uh, on a previous program here on Visa. And uh, look, uh, he missed the cut at the Travelers earlier this summer. It was the first cut he ever missed as a PGA Tour uh, professional. Two weeks later, he goes and wins the workday open in the playoff against one of the best players in the world in Justin Thomas. Then he goes and wins the PGA. The accuracy, I think he's been in like the top seven for four straight tournaments until the Northern Trust where he missed the cut last week. Not all missed cuts are equal. Sure. And I think going into last week, look, the guy had just won a major championship. So it's like, okay, 
You know, you can give an oh, excuse. Yeah. I he mean, was a fade. He, yeah. and, and he doesn't seem to be Marikawa like a guy that he's pretty. I don't know if he's a partier or drinker. I don't. Everything I've read about him indicates that he's not. That he's a pretty disciplined guy and pretty well together. He's not the type of guy that's going to go on a year bender after he wins a major. <laughs> he's not Shane Lowry. It's Shane Lowry. Sergio, uh, Danny Willett. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Marikawa, Xander, you mentioned everything fits it uh, uh, in terms of statistics all over the board i think we all landed on him this week jason day i'm gonna give another chance because a lot of us liked jason day last week and then he kind of uh peed the bed a little bit i hope uh, you're right because that would vault him into my top 30 that i need right and and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna stick with him here at at 30 to 1 his ball striking was awful last week i think he was second worst in the field which is why he didn't make the cut so when you're 124th in stroke chained approach, and he's been so good at that all summer mm-hmm. for the last several weeks, when you're when you're that bad at it, you're not going to make a cut. So I'm going to stick with Jason Day. Everybody's jumping off the ship, but I'm going to go down with it. When everybody's zigging, I'm going to zag. So that was my approach with Day. Uh, Matthew Wolf, Champ, and uh, and Maverick McNeely here. I'm going to bring this up, and I alluded to it with Lou Ford, and we talked about the Illini Invitational. Matthew Wolf, former winner. Of the Illini Invitational, Colin Marikawa, by the way, I think this was back in 2018, finished second to him at that. This guy is a guy that's a big hitter. There's only two par fives on this course this week. They're both over 600 yards. Only the Matthew Wolfs and the Bryson DeChambeaus and the DJs are probably going to be able to reach him in two because it's going to be a three-shot hole for everybody. So that gives him a little advantage. Uh, and your next guy, Cameron Champ, can get there. Yeah, absolutely. He's the number two on tour and driving distance behind Bryson, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. So uh, Champ is another winner on this course uh, when he was playing at Texas A&M. Also won the Fighting Illini Invitational. So he does have some course experience, and he's a big enough hitter. And then McNeely who is a former winner also of that same college tournament. But I kind of went with a fun narrative play because sometimes these funky narratives come true in golf betting. And McNeely, the last event that was a major golf event that wasn't like an amateur event or a college tournament or something like that or a local tournament, the last major big-time golf event here at Olympia Fields was the 2017 Women's PGA Championship. Yeah. That event was won by one Danielle Kang, who uh-huh. is the number two women's golfer in the world. And uh, Danielle Kang, by the way, is the uh, the uh, Amor or Gal Pal. I'm trying to sign like page six in the New York Post. Uh, gal Pal, <laughs> canoodling, you know, those kind of words. Uh, but uh, Danielle Kang is Maverick McNeely's girlfriend. And uh, so I'm sure they've exchanged some intel, at least, uh, as she was overseas playing in the Women's British Open last weekend uh, at Royal Troon. But uh, McNeely, 250 to 1. Now, some of these guys, and we'll get to it on another graphic, a lot of these good college players that have played this event, and you'll notice that I stacked them for my top 20s, those are good bets to make, the top 10s and the top 20s. Maybe you don't want to make them in the outrights because there's so many proven players in this type of field. I agree with you, and especially at the shorter outright odds. I played a lot of top 10 and top 20 finishes this week, and there you have it there on the graphics. These are all guys that have played that Illini Invitational, too, that had success at at various points in college. Fratelli went to Texas, too, right? He did, yes. Fratelli at Texas, Robbie Shelton. Who Lou mentioned earlier, because that's when I was saying, "Mm -hmm," mm-hmm, Robbie Shelton has played here, played at University of Alabama, and uh, has contended here. Maverick McNeely's got two wins, actually, two medalists. One he tied for uh, on this course. So those are worth 
playing these guys, Taylor Gooch, another guy, Cam Champ. So and top 20s or something like that, because this is a no-cut event, so you don't have to make or miss cut props. But those are what you want to look for. Harry Higgs, another guy that I considered as well for that. Nick, are you able to flash up uh, Wes's head-to-head matchups real quick? Uh, see if we can get those on the screen before we get out of here. Uh, so you've got John Rahm over Dustin Johnson, Thomas over Bryson DeChambeau, Victor Hovland over Kevin Kistner. We talked about Kistner maybe not uh, powerful enough for this golf course, but again, he could be one of those guys that grinds it out and sneaks his way into the top 10 finally we'll wrap it up with my plays uh, on the futures board i'm with uh, matt humans on scotty scheffler and also xander shoffley i went uh, back to the well with john rom we'll see if he can get it done this week i'm also matching up with matt on daniel berger and then my pick for the shorter hitter that maybe gets near the top wes is abraham answer and i love the number on him just about everywhere i saw he was in the neighborhood of 60 to 1 i was able to find 80 We'll see if he returns to form. He's been I, off the boil a little bit. I had him at 60 last week, and he disappointed a little bit. Now you're getting him at 80 in a in a shorter field. Right, right. So I'll, look, I'll buy that. on the drift. Absolutely. Next week, it is the FedEx playoff finale, the Tour Championship at Eastlake, and Stephen Hennessy of Golf Digest will join us to help break it down as the Tour whittles down to the final 30 players in the quest for the $15 million in the title of FedEx Cup champion. Thank you for joining us here on Long Shots. Thank you to Wes Reynolds, Nick Henyon, and Goldstone, and everybody from supporting down below. Keep it uh, enjoyed the BMW Championship this week in Illinois on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.